Fear the Lord. Yesterday I went to a wedding in a, a different diocese for one of our alumna, and it was a very beautiful mass. And I told the couple afterwards, I was like, you guys took me somewhere. Like it was that beautiful. There were, there were five priests and they had, in this diocese, they had music. Um, and so just beautiful to hear music in the church again. And um, it's a beautiful homily. And anyways, it's just, you could tell even from the very beginning, the, the, the priest said, the bride has asked that everybody put their cell phones away so you don't need to record her coming down the aisle and to just be present and focus on mass. <laughs> so it's very clear that the whole emphasis was on Jesus, that that was the highlight. And I, and I was talking to the groom briefly at the reception, and he said, I wanted mass to be the highlight. And he said, I also wanted to have as many priests as possible praying for us. You know, <laughs> that, that he... It was very obvious that this couple loves the Lord first, that they, they'd love the Lord above all things. In baptism and confirmation, when we receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit, one of the gifts, as you might remember, is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is to love the Lord above all things. It doesn't mean we're scared of what God's going to do, but it means I love the Lord above anyone. I, the example I like to use is, if you told me, you know, um, call your mom and lie to her and tell her blank, I'd say, no. They're like, oh, you're afraid of getting in trouble with your mom? It's like, no. Like, I love my mom, and I have no desire to do I'd rather have you mad at me for not calling my mom than, than hurting this relationship. I, I love this relationship, and I wouldn't do anything... I, you know, I, I want to put that above this other relationship. And so to fear the Lord is to love God above all relationships. Our first reading today from Proverbs is, it's, it speaks of a woman, a worthy wife, which, which also, whenever we hear spousal imagery in scripture, it reminds us of the bridegroom and us, the bride. And it was also kind of cool that this couple chose this as their first reading yesterday. But it, it talks about how Proverbs says, In choosing a wife, that charm is deceptive and beauty fleeting. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. That the greatest quality we can seek in a spouse is someone who loves God more than us. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I, I was talking, one time I was talking to an engaged guy, and he, I'm like, what do, you, you know, what do you love about her? And he's like, man, she, just, she really just loves me the way I want to be loved. And I was like, hmm. I was like, so, yeah. I was like, is that, is that what marriage is? Finding someone who, to take care of us? Like, what qualities am I looking for in a spouse? And, and it challenges us, right? The, the, the Catholic answer is, I, I love in her that she loves God more than me. That, that, that might, does that feel weird? But that's like the answer. That, that, that if this is a person who loves God first in their lives, then they're actually going to love me, hopefully, in the way that God loves us, loves me. 
that if they are seeking to love and be loved by God, that that love will transform their life. And what's the best thing I can offer my future spouse would be to love God first. To let his love inform and mold me in how to love another person. What that does is it, it makes our love more fruitful. That, that I'm turning to my great treasure and, and it allows me to receive all things from him as, as other treasures and gifts. Our, our gospel today ties into this. Jesus tells the parable of a man going on a journey who calls in his servants. And so he entrusts his possessions to them, to each according to their ability. And what's important there is not how much they were given and not to be concerned with that, but what do they do with that? And so what do we notice about this parable first? It says what is given belongs to the master, not them. That everything that's given, it's not ours. That, that everything that God gives to us is pure gift. Our, yes, the things in our lives, but also even the personality, our temperament, our sense of humor, our intellect, our physical abilities, that everything we have, it's, it's a gift from God, first and foremost. Secondly, what the first two servants, they, they, they use their gifts, the talents, in accord with the master's will. That when they use what they've been given by the master in accord with the master's will, it blesses them greatly. But the third servant, what does he do? He, he takes it, and it, it says, out of fear. This is a different kind of fear. Rather than a fear that, that loves this person that loves God above all, this is a fear that I don't want to be punished or I'm afraid that something bad will happen and so I'm going to take what I've been given and I'm going to protect it and keep it close to me. And in the end, it leads to his own unhappiness. So you see a distinction there that worldly fear moves us inward. That love of God or fear of God moves us outward. It moves us on, on mission. So what's, what's the point of all this? Well, that God desires to be our number one. Why? Because he knows that when he is our number one, that everything else falls into place. That we begin to see him as our great gift, and then everything else we have is also gift. I was listening to, there's a, a podcast out there called The Catholic Talk Show, and entertaining and very informative, and they were interviewing the priest on the show about, you know, he was just talking about life as a priest and whatnot, and, and he shared, he said, you know, people will come up to him, as they do to every priest, and they'll say, at times, don't you, don't you miss not having a wife? So you, you didn't want to get married? And, and side note, being, being called to the priesthood 
doesn't mean that you don't want to get married. What it means is that God is inviting us to love him first and to follow him in a path that's different, that it's more important to do the Lord's will than, than that. And so what he said was, he said, I love being a priest and feel called by God to put my gifts at the service of all his people. That he could do a lot of different things with his gifts, but he recognizes his gifts as coming from God, and that as he has put them to God's service, that he says, I feel so blessed by it. I was having lunch with an administrator on campus this week, and he shared with me how he had been challenged to spend time with the Lord. He's like, I know it's something we all talk about, like, I want to pray more. <laughs> and he said he was challenged by some people close to him to actually put his money where his mouth is. And so what he did was he looked at the adoration schedule for SFDA, and he looked at when there were open hours that nobody else wanted to take. And he said, I'll take that one. <laughs> and so the one he took is 4 a.m. on Monday mornings. And he said, I said, wow, what's that been like? He said, I've been doing it for a month, and it has changed my life. The, the first thing he does in the week, more important than sleep, more important than his wife and his kids, is he goes and he sits with the Lord. I said, what's, what's that like? He said, I feel so much peace. And in that space, as he goes to the Lord and he brings everything, we are called to, we bring everything to the Lord. Like, Lord, you gave me my life. You, you gave me my job. You gave me my, my wife, my vocation. You gave me my kids. That, that we get to talk to the giver of gifts about all the blessings he's given us. And then what happens in that space is then I begin to see everything as gift. When I, when I put them back in the, to the Lord, that, that I'm, I'm blessed and given so much more. That, that everything in my life is not a burden or it's not on my shoulders, but I, I bring it back to the Lord. And, and I, I receive from our great Lord and Master so many more blessings. And so to fear the Lord is to love the Lord. It's to notice our blessings. And so that's why our psalm tells us today, blessed are those who fear the Lord.